There's just not enough. It's just Fletcher and Haley Kyoko out here. <laughs> their backs hurt from carrying the music <laughs> world on their shoulders. <laughs> I'm Rand Myers. And I'm Rebecca Down. And you're listening to Queer Bait. Queer Bait. Queer Bait. Queer Bait. Queer Bait. Queer Bait. Hello everyone, I'm Miranda Myers. And I'm Rebecca Down. And we're your hosts for Queer Bait, one of the newest podcasts on all things LGBTQ plus in Hollywood and beyond. Today we're going to be discussing Little Nas X and the BET Awards, Pixar's Lightyear, and playing another round of Is This Song a Little Gay? Stay tuned for more. Our first story of the day is that Lil Nas X, who's maybe most famous for Old Town Road, or mm-hmm. alternatively, Old Town Road, the remix with Billy Ray Cyrus, or the other remix that was Old Town Road featuring Billy Ray Cyrus and also Mason Ramsey, yeah. who's the little yodel boy. On that one, did they also have the rapper on it as well? There's like five remixes of that song. I mean, they're each really good, so I can understand why they did so many. Right. So Lil Nas X from Old Town Road fame... And now, who has a really great album already out called Montero, which is his real name. Mm-hmm. Um, and off of that album, he had a song called Industry Baby featuring Jack Harlow. Uh, if you don't know Jack Harlow, Jack Harlow is a rapper who has been in the game popularly for maybe a year and a half, two years now. Um, he is white and he has maybe three big songs. Um, the only one to ever reach number one was Industry Baby with Lil Nas X. Mm-hmm. And now he's got one that peaked at number two, which is First Class, the one where he samples the Fergie song. So that's like Jack Harlow. Um, But the BET Awards, which are meant to celebrate black excellence um, and is billed as like culture's biggest night, took place last night in Hollywood. Do you know where it was? I don't. I'm sorry. (laughs) That was a trick question. I actually knew anyway. It's the Microsoft Theater, which is where we saw Cirque du Soleil, I think. Oh, yeah, just recently. It's a nice theater. Yeah, it's actually really small. I think that's funny. They're like, this is culture's biggest night. It seats 2,000, maybe three weeks ago. Um, They, as most award shows do, listed out um, their nominees. And Lil Nas X, who really did have three songs off of his album in the top 10 at one point this year, and is black, was snubbed from any nomination in any category at the BET Awards, which again, celebrate black excellence. Which was really surprising because... Lil Nas was nominated for a Grammy for that album, right? Yeah, Lil Nas X, which, yeah, the Grammys are arguably more prestigious, yeah, maybe, than the BET Awards. So he was nominated for this album for awards that maybe had a little more weight and prestige to them, and then the BET Awards aren't going to recognize him in any category for anything after he performed on their show last year. Mm-hmm. And that being said, they did nominate Jack Harlow, who, again is a white rapper whose biggest song chart-wise was him featuring on a Lil, Lil Nas X song. Yeah, I mean, that's my favorite Jack Harlow verse. I do genuinely think it's his best. Part of the reason that we've pre- previously discussed is just the fact that um, Lil Nas has such a vision in that song, that everything flows so well together. There's a lot of like amplification of Jack Harlow's style within like Jack Harlow, or within Lil Nas's song. So... Yeah, it's interesting then that they are promoting and giving accolades to Jack Harlow when it's for Little Nas's song. 
Yeah, like we, from the music video down to the live performances, um, Jack Harlow has said like that was really Lil Nas's vision. I was happy to be a part of it, but Lil Nas X knew exactly what he wanted from that song. He knew exactly what he wanted from the music video. And when we've performed it together live, Lil Nas X knows exactly what he wants from the performances. So to give all the artistry credit, arguably, to Lil Nas X, and then to only reward Jack Harlow for that, just like blew our mind. And the real issue that Lil Nas X took with it weeks ago was that he is a gay man who has openly and proudly performed with other male performers. He has stripped on stage. He has kissed other men on stage. Um, he did that last year at the BET Awards. And so Lil Nas's ex is that issue is that he felt that it showed a broader homophobia, especially in the black community, by right. them not giving him a single nomination in any category. Yes, and I think there's ground for that um, opinion. I think that um, Little Nas has said himself that he's experienced a lot of hatred or like attacks from other black male rappers. A lot of people in the community do not want to like participate in collaborations with him. Um, he's talked in the past just how much heat he's gotten in this industry, which I think is filled with a lot of like masculinity and might not accept him as like this more feminine young black man. So I think that he... He has a lot of like ground to stand on with his accusation. Yeah, and his accusation went further than that initially. It was kind of just a set of tweets in which he expressed that exact feeling. He was like, this is a broader issue of homophobia in the black community, and that's especially why BET is not recognizing me. He really took that stance. Um, BET came out with a statement that was like, that's not true. In fact, we had him on the show last year. Mm-hmm. How could we hate him if we had him on the show last year? And then Lil Nas X came out with a response to their response that says, My relationship with BET has been painful and strained for quite some time. It didn't start with this year's nominations like most people think it did. They did let me perform on their show last year, but only after I gave assurances that I was not a Satanist or devil worshiper and that my performance would be appropriate for their (laughs) audience. They said that no one cheered louder for me than them that night, but the BET Awards team was actually very upset that I kissed my male dancer on stage and vocalized their discontent with multiple members of my team immediately following the performance last Wow. There's a lot more background to that than I think I initially thought. Yeah, absolutely crazy. Crazy to me as well that I guess a little bit of background is that BET is kind of like an, a little bit of an openly religious channel. Like mm-hmm. there are very heavy hints of it in, in more than one of their shows. Um, so the devil worshiping and Satanism thing, like, seem, like, seems like it has to be tied to homophobia. Well, it also, to me, just doesn't take it, like, it really takes art at face value or whatever. Like, it, like there's no y- nuance in yeah, understanding like Lil you Nas's had music videos or whatever. Yeah, like, Lil Nas X, maybe a year ago in one of his music videos, did dress up as Satan. And even then, it was, like, a zesty thing to have done. But I think that was exactly the right opinion. Like, you're really taking art at face value there. Like, there was more to it than just having a devil on screen, Mm -hmm. which is absolutely crazy. And so people were upset. Lil Nas X himself released a song called Late to the Party. The cover art for that song is a picture of someone, presumably Lil Nas X, peeing on a BET award. And the first two lines of the song are just fuck BET, fuck BET. It's a great song it's a pretty yeah it's a pretty good song (laughs) um but that's the first two lines of the song and of the chorus are just fuck bet um so he releases that song then the award show happens 
and Jack Harlow, the man who is arguably embroiled in a little bit of controversy, if only for just existing, um, wore... He didn't say anything about the issue at hand, but he did wear a Lil Nas X Montero album shirt on the red carpet. And I was wondering how much you thought that was really being an ally to Lil Nas X. I think it shows support, but ultimately is just like just a visual. It's just to be like, yep, I am his friend. But like after all this effort that like Lil Nas X has put into everything, like he's really shown us how angry he is about all this, writing the song, giving us the background information, all that. So I don't know. I don't really think it does much. It got people talking, at least. It reminds people of the Little Nas X controversy currently, but ultimately it's just for show. Yeah, and I think I was reading something that their opinion was that by Jack Harlow not saying anything and just wearing the shirt, he took the absolute safest route possible. Mm -hmm. He's, like, hailed as an ally because he did support him a little. He wore the shirt, but he didn't really say anything. Like, he didn't put his foot in anything too zesty. Yeah, he didn't have to open his mouth at all. Nope, and he still performed a song on the show. He didn't say, no, I'm not going to do that, or I'm only going to perform Industry Baby, my biggest song that was with Lil Nas X. Yeah. Um, And maybe a little more caveat to that as well, is in every photo that his team took that they submitted for, like, magazine publications or whatever, um, on the red carpet, it'll say, like, the the brands you're wearing. Mm -hmm. It said nothing about his shirt. In any brand but it like labeled his pants in his shoes or oh, whatever really? yeah so it would be like is that his choice or is that just like i don't know no i don't think it's jack carlo's choice but i think it's his team's choice to be like we are not going to also submit lil nas x shirt by lil nas x you know what i mean mm-hmm. um so yeah listed off his pants is like Givenchy pants kind of crazy though Gucci boots shirt don't worry about it yeah um which i think makes it look worse but again i think jack carlo as performative as it might have felt did probably as much as i would have expected him to do in that situation i mean it's not like he is like the woke king <laughs> like, no, like what is he i don't know why are we looking to him i guess really to me it's just about friendship almost i don't know he really did like collaborate with you there was nothing but good things said about each other during like when industry baby came out i think the song has really skyrocketed jack harlow to like being a known name so I don't know. To me, it's just like, where's your loyalty, man? Yeah. And I guess some people online, and by online, I mean on Twitter, were saying like Jack Harlow should have done more, but Lil Nas X himself took that photo and he retweeted it. So he commented on it. He was like, man, I love this dude so much or something like that. And that was really all that was said about it. So at the very least, you can feel how you feel, but it does seem like Lil Nas X was pretty okay with the response of Jack Harlow and not okay with the way BET handled his album and all which again he did have three songs off of that album all in the top 10 at one time Mm -hmm. absolutely crazy yeah becca's gonna lead our next story which is about pixar's newest film lightyear stay tuned for more so pixar's new movie lightyear premiered 10 days ago and it really focuses on the story of like Buzz Lightyear as an astronaut, you know. It's like the story of him as a toy. So it's like an origin story? Like, yeah, like th- it's what the Buzz Lightyear toy is based upon. A lot of confusion there, I know. Sure, okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, and you might think that's just like a normal Pixar movie, right? But... Sounds like it. Sounds like <laughs> as standard as you can get, sure. But it's been in a lot of conversations lately because there includes a 
lesbian main character and a gay kiss, which is very graphic for a Disney movie. Graphic in that it exists. Yeah, exactly. There is a kiss that A hint of sarcasm within my tone. (laughs) It's graphic in that it's a same-sex kiss between two women that is on screen for two seconds or less. Blink and you might miss it. And people are like... Which is the point. (laughs) (laughs) And people are upset about it. Uh, Yes, a lot of conservatives are upset about it. Um, To start, Ben Shapiro, who is a really like a conservative leader he has a podcast he i think had a newsletter for a while he has 4.4 million followers on twitter he's a very popular conservative vocal opinionated person um he had something to say about the movie basically stating that the kiss exists and that parents should be aware that it is there and decide whether or not they should take their children to go see that um his follow-up tweet stated Children are not adults. What may be appropriate for adults is not appropriate for children. That this must be said demonstrates that our society is in a state of moral collapse. And like we said, this is a kiss that lasts two seconds. Like, you would genuinely miss it. It's way less um, of a makeout session than Aladdin, than, (laughs) than many of the movies I think that I grew up with in the 90s. So it's amazing that I think this many people are getting this bent out of shape about it. I love the phrasing of like, the country is in moral collapse. How like, could we have done this? Like this is really showing the direction that we are heading into. The fact that we would allow children to watch a peck, really. Yeah. And then like Ben Shapiro, who again is arguably one of the most well-known and opinionated names in the very conservative field but like a movie theater in oklahoma also went viral for posting a little sign on their door that was like it has come to our attention that in the movie lightyear there's a same-sex kiss and we do what we will do our best to fast forward through the scene whenever it comes on screen um and we apologize if you have to see it Yeah, basically just really playing into the fact that this is something really terrible for children to see and adults, apparently. Like, we will fast forward if you came to see this. Like, we are so sorry. I don't have the exact instance, but I've read another time on Twitter that there was another movie theater that also stated, like, hey, before you head in there, there is a same-sex kiss. Please be aware, we are sorry for this. They didn't say they would fast forward, but they like had signs posted to make sure people knew before they headed inside. It's kind of crazy that this movie, I think, that ultimately would be kind of generic, wouldn't it? Like, it just sounds like another Pixar movie about an existing property is instead being like now infamously known to have a same-sex kiss. Which is crazy, too, because, again, we are in a pretty liberal space again out in california so i think it's not that big of a deal here it's only a big deal in that we read it on the internet but i have not seen a single movie theater that has a sign up i haven't had any friends or friends of friends be like oh man that almost got me my kid almost saw that or my kid did see that like it's not on any of my feeds in terms of people near me um so i think it is crazy that it is being hailed as like this like terrible thing like the worst thing pixar has done in a long time and what i think is really funny is that the star of this animated film is chris evans who is arguably one of the most like vocally accepting like equality driven people on the internet and probably in real life if i met him but i only know him through the internet um and so his 
opinion and his take on the whole issue and everybody saying this was this is the guy who plays Lightyear. He said, the truth is that the people who feel that way are idiots. That's what Chris Evans said. Every time there's been social advancement as we wake up, the American story, the human story, is one of constant social awakening and growth, and that's what makes us good. You don't have the final part there? Um, I have the part where he says, there's always going to be people who are afraid and unaware and trying to hold on to what was before, but those people die off like dinosaurs. I think the goal is to pay them no mind, march forward, and embrace the growth that makes us human. Beautifully put. I do think just in general. I think that line about dying off like dinosaurs does make for a great headline, which is why many, many publications use it. And with something like this, I feel like he has a point. Like, we have Ben Shapiro over here with 4.4 million followers who are who is stating this. But I think you do have that tweet which had 10,000 likes. You have like 5,000 quote retweets, which is just people arguing back with him. You know what I mean? So you're getting a lot of noise, too, that's rallying in your corner. It's not like there's only a majority of people who want the kiss cut. So I think that can be heartwarming in a way. You know, you have a lot of people on your side that think this is ridiculous, that the backlash is ridiculous. So, yeah, um, on the Internet, on Twitter, it's called getting ratioed, where if somebody posts one tweet um, and it, let's say, it gets 100 likes, if somebody comments something that's opposing to that and it gets 500 likes, then you've been ratioed. Um, so Ben Shapiro, with his 4.4 million followers has by far been ratioed by chris evans meaning everyone took chris evans's side there were more supporters of chris evans's stance Mm -hmm. than ben shapiro's which is heartwarming for us little ladies at queer bait (laughs) um also just kind of on this note as well though in early march before the movie was even out disney employees like accused the executives of cutting nearly every moment of overtly gay affection from pixar films including what was then going to be lightyear um and so it was initially cut and then they added that scene back and again the scene is less than two seconds um so crazy that it was cut they argued it for it to come back and then this has been like the hubba baloo yeah when i googled lightyear um the third option was lightyear lgbtq and the fifth option was lightyear gay kiss so that's really what the discussion around this movie has been about in case you're wondering if this is strictly something that is limited to the United States, the answer is no. While it is illegal to cut the scene, when a movie is sold to a movie theater, they have the obligation contractually, legally, um, to play it in its entirety. I hardly imagine that Pixar is going to go and like pull their movie from the theater in Oklahoma, um, even though they are fast forwarding through any part of the movie. Um, but in the United Arab Emirates, um, Lightyear has just been banned from being played at all. And Pixar didn't, <laughs> Pixar didn't even cut the scene. They just let it be banned, which is, I don't know, kind of a statement to be made, I, I guess. That might be, I mean, that's better, isn't it? Yeah, I think a little bit, especially when we talk about like corporations and just really like wanting to profit off the backs of whatever to just cut it would be maybe easier for them. Um, well, or- Disney has been like infamous for just cutting it. Like that's why these scenes are so short. Um, in Star Wars, they were like praised for having uh a gay kiss just for a second but it really genuinely lasts for a second they show it in a moment of celebratory montage and they stated like or not they stated but we know that's because so they can show it in china and easily get rid of that content but still get the woke points over here yeah like woke for including it but also we'll cut it before it goes overseas so it was actually just banned from being played in the united arab emirates um and the same probably will not be done for oklahoma 
<laughs> so I guess that's a win at the very least. Um, and our next little last bit of the podcast today is going to be another round of, is this song a little gay? And I'm pretty excited for it. I like these, so me too. Cool. Stay tuned to hear more. Are you ready for this one? Yeah, you can lay it on me. Our second installment of Is This Song a Little Gay? Um, again, just on shuffle, Spotify played a song that I couldn't tell if it was gendered specifically. I did think it was a gay song. Forgot where I was going. More of those are popping up these days, so you know. Y- you don't know. <laughs> <laughs> um, this is a song that I actually think I heard for the first time last year, forgot about it. It came up again and I was like, wow, this song slaps. Um, but the song is called Ink by Dory Valentine. Okay. Um, never actually, heard of her nope me neither i looked up her website and she is a small girl from tennessee she talks about being like a nanny just around town so i don't know if she's blown up yet but this was on a relatively big playlist on spotify so hopefully she's now up and coming wow good more than her. she would have been um she is a straight white woman okay um and i'm just gonna go ahead and read you some of the lyrics all right i'm ready you ready she's a summer's eve on halloween Get presider when her mood is in a swing and you're somewhere in between. My lady don't care about no money. She loves me because I'm cute. She thinks I'm pretty funny. And all the times we're going broke. It meant nothing to me now. Because she says that she wants me. She says that she loves me. I know that she loves me. Is that it? Yeah. All right. This is either a gay song or she's pulling some Taylor Swift shit and she's saying it's from a man's perspective. So could be either or but i'm going with gay it's got to be a gay song it's got to be how can you have a whole song that's like she loves me whether i'm broke i don't know if that's how it sounds but you know yeah seems kind of gay to me yeah and the answer to this song is that it's not gay you are actually right it is very taylor swift-esque in how it was written the way she did it is that each verse is from the opposite person so it's like two people in a relationship and mm-hmm. the first verse is from the girlfriend's point of view. And then the second verse is from the boyfriend's point of view. I knew it. You knew it. So then the second one is, the second verse is, um, where the second chorus is, my baby don't care about no money. He loves me because I'm cute. He thinks I'm pretty funny. And all the times we're going broke, it means nothing to me now because he says that he wants me. He says that he loves me. I know that he loves me. Um, the first couple times I heard the song, I didn't get it. I didn't get that we were flipping back and forth. So I thought she herself was talking about two different people. Mm-hmm. I was like, wow, look at her. Multiple partners. Wow. Which would also be queer. Yeah. Like I was trying to put it in that frame so hard. And then eventually when I pulled up the lyrics to read it, I was like, oh, she's just in two different points of view. Yeah. Like I said, that's very Taylor Swift of her. She's probably, you know you know no (laughs) (laughs) well i gotta say i wish it was gay it's given me those vibes so it's a really good song like it's a really catchy song regardless of gayness it is just a really fantastic listen the first time i heard it i thought it was a lot of fun i forgot to save it and the second time it played in the car recently (laughs) i i got so excited that i heard it again i was like oh my god this is that really good song from a year ago that i forgot to save now i need to listen to it because i need to know like how she's able to jump from both Maybe maybe I'll just always think it's a gay song anyways. 
yeah maybe i'm just hopeful every time something that mildly talks about the same sex comes on i'm like yeah yeah i mean isn't that what we deserve don't we deserve a few more gay songs these days there's just not enough it's just fletcher and Haley kyoko out here <laughs> their backs hurt from carrying the music <laughs> world on their shoulders <laughs> Um, but that really is all that we have for you today. So I'm Miranda Myers. And I'm Rebecca Down. And we're your hosts for Queerbait. Um, you can find us on Instagram at Queerbait Club, or you can find us on the web at QueerbaitClub.com, where we do post articles talking about some of the stuff that we talk about in this podcast, in case you're interested, if you want to see it in written content. Um, and we also do have our podcast hosted there as well, in case you wanted to click in there. You can find us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and Anchor.fm. And we are just really excited to talk to you next week. Yeah, we'll see you guys next time. Bye.